Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. You're listening to BFN. This is the podcast about infertility, IVF, and the trials of trying for a baby. I'm Gabby. And I'm Emma. Um, we've both been trying for a baby for a really long time. But fuck it. Because it's, it's Christmas, Christmas Day! Day. Happy Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Good tidings to all. Um, right. Hope you're having a good day. Yeah. Hope you've had at least five mince pies. And eight drinks. Eight drinks. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. And um, a big old wedge of really good Stilton. Oh, yeah. And loads of presents, obviously. Loads of presents. Like really great presents as yeah. well. Yeah, I like, hope so. Like really expensive ones in tiny boxes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. That's so much fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're pre-recording this, but Gabs, yes. what are you going to be doing? I am going to be in Ireland at my mum's house ah, for Christmas. Yeah. Lovely. Um, Irish Christmas is always fun. It's quite boozy. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, very neighbourly. Yeah. Lots of travelling around, seeing people, having drinks. Okay. And it's just going to be, yeah, fire going. Cool. It's all just going to be lovely, I think. Well, um, we're it. sitting here, we've got some, we've got some non-alcoholic Riesling. We do. Cheers to you. Cheers. Um, and we've got some mince pies. Uh-huh. Yum, mm-hmm. yum, yum. Um, uh, we're, we're, I don't know, we're just like settling in, aren't we? We've got yeah. some candles. Oh, it's, it's a fairly Christmassy scene right here. <laughs> I've got my cre- cheesy Christmas display. Yeah, it's beautiful. My favourite thing is these guys, right? So I bought these about maybe five years ago. Um, since you can't see this, guys, these are gold sparkly reindeer. Yeah. With little kind of white fluffy collars yeah i say um they i just love them and i haven't actually ever named them oh i mean they are the campest tackiest things you will ever see in your whole life oh, they're fantastic but in candlelight they really do the add spark- a certain je ne sais quoi oh they certainly do mate. yeah yeah and then um also on the table here is my miniature christmas tree that i bought because i couldn't be asked with a full-sized one yeah it's, it's much nicer than my christmas tree is it yeah You're- i've got a rotund bush <laughs> It's ridiculous. It doesn't have any shape. Yours has a lovely Christmas tree shape. It does Mine have, is a fucking bush. It does have a Christmas tree shape. Mm. I did buy it for John for his birthday because um, he was sad that we weren't getting a real Christmas tree. Oh, it's <laughs> cute. Yeah. Um, and then also in the scene, I've got some, um, it's like a little metal thing that you put a tea light in and it has angels on it and it rotates. It's so cute. <laughs> I love it. That's my favourite thing. I mean, I Is also it? love the reindeer, but I do love the little angels I flying around. I love my reindeer. It's super cute. Right. Um, so we've got uh, quite a fun show planned. Yeah, not, not the usual show. Not the usual show. There's no Prof Tim today. No Prof Tim. No interview. Um, we did speak to a fertility counsellor called Sarah Banks cool. and we had a wee chat with her about how to deal with Christmas because it's not easy for everybody um, it can be a difficult time of year, so we had a wee chat that might be useful to you guys today if anyone's struggling, hopefully. Um, listening to that might give you a little bit of strength and a bit of hope. Cool. Um, and then... Yeah, we're going to be uh, asking each other lots of questions. Yeah, we are. Uh, sent in by you guys, yeah. which will be fun. Some of them are really off the wall, <laughs> some of them less so. Either way, it'll be a good laugh. And um, we've also got some presents for each other we have got some presents for each I'm other i'm super excited about the presents. yeah yeah i can't <laughs> wait to open don't be too excited <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe a little surprise at the end guys oh, yeah. 
Drinking, not okay. much. Um, I'm keeping drinking on the uh, the lower side the this Christmas, yeah. um, which is going to be a challenge in Ireland because that is a particularly boozy <laughs> Christmas, which I usually embrace with all my fullness. Okay. Um, but this year is going to be a bit different, obviously, because I'm starting IVF drugs between Christmas and New Year. Oh. So I'm going to have a couple of glasses on Christmas Day, maybe. Yeah. Red wine is my poison of choice at the moment. Normally on Christmas Day is the day that I choose to get absolutely wasted because I'm so miserable it's just it's so funny how it's like a reminder yeah this year I didn't get pregnant Mm. who knows what will happen this year because I haven't had my scan yet but wish me luck everyone yeah by the time this goes out we'll all know hopefully you're drunk wherever you are not drunk (laughs) oh my god no I hope you're not drunk (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm projecting my wishes to be drunk onto you sorry (laughs) um where are you spending Christmas Emma I'm going to be at my brother's house down in the West Country. Um, And my parents who are split up are both coming. So that'll be fun. Okay. Mm -hmm. How's that going to go down? Well, they're both listeners, so I bet it'll be brilliant. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, I don't know, ordinary family stuff. In the West Country. Yeah. I'll either be really sad and drunk or fine. Okay, good. Or like glowing. Yes. Secretly glowing. Yeah, yeah. Just glowing by the tree. Yeah, exactly. Drinking uh, al- non-alcoholic Riesling. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, and what's your favourite Christmas song? Oh, that's that's come out of nowhere. That's a good question, isn't it? What is my favourite Christmas song? I'm, I'm probably a bit sad and boring. I quite like Fairy Tale of New York. Mm. Oh man, I saw the I saw that being performed when I was in... Last time I had Christmas in Ireland. We went to this pub oh. that has loads of folk music. And yeah, these these two did a duet, and it was fucking amazing. It was one of those like I almost cried. Oh, it was amazing, ha- like hairs on the back of your neck. Yeah, it? oh totally. Um, okay, what's your favourite Christmas song? Uh, Baby, please come home. What's that? Christmas snow's coming down. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what that's what that called. Christmas, all the people around. Christmas. Baby, please come home. <laughs> Sorry for my terrible singing. I around. love that. That was beautiful. I <laughs> felt so festive now. A lovely voice. Um, what? What's your favourite Christmas tradition then? Um, I am going to say... Oh, I don't know. Because I don't have... Um, other than like the obvious presents and drinking, I don't really have Christmas traditions because uh, like you, my parents are also split up. So mm-hmm. I have very different Christmases okay. every year. Um, but I mean, my favourite tradition for Irish Christmas, which is what we're having this year, is that we go across the road to our neighbour's house at like 12. Yeah. And um, like all of the neighbours are there. Everyone's on the wine. Yeah. And there's loads of delicious food. And it's just really nice to catch up with everyone. Shall I tell you what mine, mine is? Yes, please. Um, on Netflix, there is a um, <laughs> movie made by Bill Murray, which is just Bill Murray singing Christmas carols. Oh, it's I called A Very it. Murray Christmas. I love it. And every year on Christmas Eve, we watch it. And nobody except me and John really get it. Right. Me and John are just sat there being like, (laughs) singing along to it. And everybody else is like, what the fuck is this? Um, My husband um, has a tradition with his best mate of watching Die Hard every Christmas. They go to um, a cinema in central London that plays old films. Yeah. And they watch it. And last year, they dragged me along because I had never seen Die Hard. What? Yeah. Mate. Yeah, I know. And um, and it was brilliant. What a, what a great Christmas movie! <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe you never you'd never seen I it. I know. I don't know how it passed me by. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Can I give you a present now? Oh my god. Yes, please. Okay. Which one am I going to give you? I'll probably give you this one. Okay. Oh, it's very nicely wrapped. I've yeah. got a gold sparkly ribbon here, guys. I'm just going to eat some mince pie while yeah, she's, you while she's in, opening it. You get involved it, in that. You've tied it up quite well, which is going to slow me down, I think. Yeah, sorry about um, that. Really nice Christmas tree wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to... Oh, no. No, it's really hard to open. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm in, I'm in. I'm okay. in, guys. Okay. Da, 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 okay. Da, 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 da. Oh, I know what this is. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. It is the uh, Down the Tubes 
down the effing tubes. Colouring book. An ode to fertility. Mm-hmm. Futility. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's a lovely story. Well, it's not a colouring book, is it? Well, it's kind of a colouring no, book. Well, no, it's not. It's just an awesome Some bits are coloured in. It's like a lovely poem. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks, mate. It's all right. It was their third year of marriage, but this was a first. Rick and Riley, let's be clear, were coitus well-versed. I like it. That's the it's beginning. It's a good start, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good start to book. Thanks, buddy. Should we... Um, should we do some listener questions like, and do uh, some like presents in between I'm going to give you a present first. okay give me a present obviously um, why don't you open this one? Oh, it's red and stripy I'm excited it looks a bit more like where, where's Wally than Christmas wrapping paper <laughs> but um... oh. we did I should say here that we did have a £30 limit didn't we yes, yes. Oh, what is this Oh, make your own pineapple decoration. Oh, <laughs> where did you get that from? John Lewis. That is so cute. Thanks. That is so cute. We'll have to have a proper tree next year. Yeah. I mean, it might work on my real tree. On my oh, current it'll work tree. on there. I think it's small enough. Yeah. My oh. husband was like, yeah, but she's pregnant. You can't give her that. And I was like, it's it's infertility. <laughs> it's infertility. She's still infertile. I'm always going to be infertile. Those tubes are not going <laughs> to unblock themselves. <laughs> and also... I might not be pregnant by Christmas Day. Okay, well, yeah. let's caution that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. We're hoping you are. Yeah, let's hope we are. Um, great. Oh, so cute. Okay, um, shall we look at some questions that our listeners have asked? They're, they're very different, aren't they? Yeah, there's some very different ones. Um, Can we okay. start with, is Emma pregnant? <laughs> the answer is... Currently, yes. Currently. I've got this mantra, right? I've decided to give myself a mantra, and it is, today I am pregnant. Right. One. So yeah. every time I'm like, shit, the symptoms have disappeared or um, something or like, oh, my God, my HCG is still too low. I'm just like, today I am pregnant. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I might not be, mm-hmm. but today I am. OK, I think that sounds sensible. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so first question. And this is quite a serious one. OK, let's do it. Um, how do you manage the constant question? When are you going to start a family? Well, I guess... For me, it's quite different because I basically, as soon as I got married, told everybody that I was going to start trying. Yeah. So everyone knew we were trying, which I actually later regretted slightly when it wasn't happening. Uh-huh. Because every time I'd arrive at a pub, everyone would like look at my hand to see where the, why, why I was drinking, mm. if I was drinking a drink. And then that made me feel sad because I, I was like, They're, they've realised that I'm not pregnant and that makes me sad. You don't have any news. No, exactly. I didn't have any news. Um, and so I don't really get asked because, yeah, because I'm, I'm very much out. Mm. Um, everyone knows. So, yeah, I don't I don't get the question. Do you? Someone once asked me one time, because, again, I'm the same. Like, I've always just been really open with people. I'm just I'm one of those people that if something is dominating my mind, that's the only thing I talk about. Mm. Sorry, I'm sounding... I have just eaten a bit of mince pie again. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just... Like, I'm always talking about what's in my head. So, one guy once asked me, because he, he just had a kid and we didn't know each other that well. He was like, you've been married for a while. When are you going to do it? And I was like, well... <laughs> and, last, and he felt really bad afterwards. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Well, I um, felt I derived a certain sense of satisfaction from that. Yeah, I bet. I mean, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't happen very often to me. Uh, I was in the pub recently and I was drinking a non-alcoholic drink mm-hmm. and someone who I haven't seen for a long time, a very long time obviously, yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, you just got married, didn't you? And you're not drinking. Mm, anything to tell me?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm infertile." <laughs> <laughs> Here's my podcast. Please please listen. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> great time um, but how should other people answer it I suppose well I guess it's up to like you know it's it's all very well and good for us to say like oh ha ha we make people feel bad um, if you don't want to talk about it I guess who was it that we spoke to oh it was Richard that we interviewed mm. who said um, he was talking about one of his friends who was a bit older mm. and when people say to her like why don't you have kids she just says I never wanted them and then moves on to another subject straight away yeah, yeah. I suppose that's what people do. If people do want them, I guess you yeah. could say, you know, yeah, we're thinking about trying soon. Yeah, but then that opens you up to, well, you better get your wiggle on. Yeah, because that's the worst. Yeah. Um, maybe you could say something like, "Because I've met your kids." 
<laughs> Slam. <laughs> um, what else could you say? Um, it's a. It's just a really hard one. It is a hard one. It is a hard one. And you um, could say, "I thank you for not um, invading my privacy like that." Yeah, yeah, it's none of your business. Yeah, I'm very much into the confrontation. Yeah, you are, aren't you? God, Emma's loads of fun at the Christmas party. Fuck off! I hate you. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think um, what did uh, Gordon Mullins said that he was like told one of his patients to say, "Well, actually, I'm ovulating right now, so I'm about to go upstairs and shag my husband," <laughs> and that shuts them up pretty, pretty quickly. So I guess there's always that one, guys. Mm. If you feel um, if you feel brave enough. Um, okay, another question. Um, are you related? <laughs> it looks like it, doesn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, people always ask, used to ask us if we were sisters when we worked together. Yeah. Which I, I mean, yes, we are tall. Probably we're both tall. Weirdly tall. We're both very blonde, and we're both blonde. But that's kind of where the similarities. I <laughs> think quite end. a lot of similarities. <laughs> Um, we're not related. No, we're not. That's sadly, it. that's all. We're we're sisters from, from different misters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're spiritually related. Yeah. Who would drink who under the table? Uh, you would drink me under the table every yeah, time. Definitely. I'm a massive lightweight, even when I am drinking. Yeah. I'm. I I heartily enjoy drink. Yeah. And I'm quite good at doing it. You are. <laughs> Much better than me. Not these days, obviously. I'm one of those people that likes to go to bed at ten o'clock. Yeah, very much like it. Yeah, I'll be out all night. <laughs> I'm pathetic. Gabby's cool. That's it. No, that's not true. Um, <laughs> next. Okay, this is this is interesting. Any tips for coping and not giving up on Christmas? Now we're going to talk to Sarah, the counsellor, mm. in a bit. Um, I have had three very bad Christmases. Mm. So the first one, I had just finished my last round of Clomid oh, okay. and my period came on Christmas Day. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, I, um, <sighs> it was really bad. Mm. It was like, really, really bad. Like, and no one really understood why I was so sad except my, mm. my sister. Um, so I get, I get where you're coming from. Like, it's horrible. It's really difficult. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think for me, I've just always gone, okay, I'm just gonna, take every day as it comes Mm -hmm. like all the cliches Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is what it is Mm -hmm. um you you know I just I think just protect yourself don't go to those parties where there's gonna be 10 million children I you know maybe you're going to your parents and your sister has kids and Mm. that's really hard I don't know last Christmas actually I spent with a toddler and it was fine like we did stuff like we went to the park on Christmas day Mm -hmm. and they went to the playground and I just took myself away yeah um because I just couldn't take it because and because my um my IVF round had just failed yeah so um I drank a lot mm. um <laughs> I really I, you know, I shouldn't we shouldn't say that alcohol is a really great coping me- mechanism as many times as we do but it really does help it really does help I think in certain situations mm. um I've been quite lucky so far I haven't had any bad Christmases due to infertility mm-hmm. um yeah I've kind of locked out in that sense really mm. yes um last christmas i spent with my twin sisters who are seven years old <laughs> um so my dad obviously remarried someone a bit younger um and they're not ivf <laughs> and um yeah i suppose being around them at christmas uh, is lots of fun and also a stark reminder that uh kids are allowed and, and annoying <laughs> i love my sisters dearly but um i didn't feel so bad about not having kids last christmas <laughs> Yeah, double-edged sword. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Oh, recommend staying off the booze if IVF's in January? No, absolutely not. Well, I think... uh, So my approach to this has been... And your IVF actually is in January. Yes. Um, I am going to have the odd glass. Um, I think Professor Tim said a little bit of what you want is fine, Mm -hmm. as long as you don't, you know, don't go crazy. Yeah. I think... I definitely have moderated my behaviour in the drinking department quite drastically, but I will have a glass of wine on Christmas Day. I think if you're going to be more miserable for not drinking, you've got to, as my acupuncturist, and now your acupuncturist, always says, you've got to have some joy. Yeah. So don't go crazy, don't get drunk, Mm. but just, you know, have a few. 
if you want. Have a few. If you want. A couple. A couple. A tipple. Yeah, exactly. Can I give you another present now? Oh, yeah, please mm. do. Um, oh, this one. This one's my favourite. Ooh. <laughs> this time it's a red velvet ribbon. Yeah. Emma is really trouncing my ass when it comes to the ribbons. <laughs> I'm big Ooh. into ribbons, actually. It's going to take you for a second to work out what this is. Okay, okay. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's, it's a black piece of clothing, people. Yeah. Can't, can't see. Quite obvious ASOS packaging there. Okay, yeah, ASOS. Black clothing from ASOS. Oh. 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 It's some sexy leggings. Oh, it's sexy leggings. <laughs> yes, I've always wanted sexy leggings. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I explain my reasoning? I think I get it, but yes, yes. please. So you're about to do IVF. Yeah. And in about a month's time, yep. your ovaries will be so sore that you can't wear anything. Oh, this is so thoughtful. Stretchy waistbands. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't think they caused that much the happiness. They're very long as well. She's well, obviously gone for the tall ones. Ace's tall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I don't want you walking around in January with cold ankles. That'd be... No, mm. F that in the A. F that in the A, exactly. <laughs> okay, your turn. Yes. Let's do... Uh, mm, no, let's do this one. Oh, this one looks exciting because it's a very neat little um, rectangular package mm-hmm. and with a lovely, like, red... It's brown paper with a lovely red string bow that's... It's really, the nicest wrapping one It's I did, lovely yeah. wrapping. Yeah. Gotta say, very, like, Scandi chic. Thanks. My husband is a big wrapper. I bet he is. He yeah. loves... He likes to take the piss out of my wrapping. Oh. But it always means that we've got some great wrapping paper in the house. Well, John, John and I get quite competitive at Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah, this year we haven't... This year we've been so half-arsed about absolutely everything. Oh, it's a book. Yeah. Oh. Jilly Cooper, everybody! <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I've read that one. I thought you might not have. I was, like, looking for obscure Jilly Cooper novels because you said you'd, you'd read them all. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she, she hasn't read this oh one. Oh, my God. Is this, like, autobiographical? Kind of. It's The Common Years. And Elizabeth Longford, who I don't know who that is, says it's a brilliant and beloved book and absolutely unputdownable. Yeah. So I double checked with um, Jilly Cooper expert Kat Brown yeah. before, and she said it's a great book. Oh my God. I, guys, I, I've said it before. I bloody love Jilly. <laughs> she is, if anybody has, like, is bored and wants to read an amazing bit of journalism, Search for Catelyn Moran's interview with Julie Cooper in the I Times. I still need to read that. When I used to manage a team of reporters, I used to tell them on the regular that that's the best bit of journalism I'd ever read. Use <laughs> as their example <laughs> for really great journalism. Serious business journalists. Yeah. Looking up at their boss <laughs> yeah. going, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh my God, and it's really tiny print as well, which means it'll be really long. Mm. Oh, Christmas I that novel. that going over Christmas. Yeah. Between that and the decoration. Yeah. Oh loads to do. Oh, can't wait to read it. Thanks, mate. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, right. Should we... Um, should we do another question? Let's do another question. Okay. Um, who is taller? Oh. <laughs> Whoever sent this in, are you trying to start a fight? <laughs> I think it's you. Do you? Reluctantly, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only because um, there's been a few photos of us and you're taller. Really? Mm. Mm. I mean... Not by very much. No, I mean, yeah, it's not a country mile. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Technically, I'm five foot ten and three quarters of an inch. Oh wow, it's all coming out now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm definitely five <laughs> eleven. One up on Emma. Very resentful of that. <laughs> um, how did you guys meet? Oh, that's a fun story, isn't it? Um, we work together. Yeah. Ooh, how exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a little like. In the business journalism world, it's quite a small world, yeah. especially people who write, because we both started out writing about like entrepreneurs and small business yeah. and stuff. And the people writing about that in London, it's, it's a small and select group. Yeah, lots of girls. Lots of girls. Um, and yeah, we... Well, I used to work with a girl called Sophie. Who's our mutual friend. Who's our mutual friend mm-hmm. now. And used to say to me, you know Emma, don't you? And I'd be like, uh, no, never met her. And she'd be like, oh, she's, you know, she's really like you. I think you guys would really get on. She's <laughs> tall. She's got, like, bright blonde hair. She always wears lipstick. She actually sounded, you sounded quite intimidating the way she described you. I was always a bit scared of you. And I've never met you. <laughs> I like the fact that she was essentially describing you there. And you were intimidated by right, her. Right, yeah. I am intimidating. <laughs> um... <laughs> And we all go away every year, so 
me, Emma and Sophie and our other halves yeah. do like a staycation yeah, and every we year. Drink. So I keep going on about drinking. I don't know what's wrong with me, but we do drink a lot. We drink a lot because Sophie's other half is a wine broker. Yeah. And brings delicious vino. It's always so delicious. Yeah. Good times. Um, yeah. That's how we know each other. Yeah. So we've worked together twice. Aww. Yay. Fun times. Um, what should you wear when you're bloated? Oh, well, I've just got a present. <laughs> <laughs> ASOS leggings. ASOS leggings. Um, I think we should actually get so Keely aka trying to be a mum mm-hmm. um is she like every now and then on her instagram stories does some like ivf wear mm. um and it's like it's always really nice stuff but mm. it, a lot of it's like um from the shapeless sack school of yeah. clothing but she's got great taste she so has got always, great taste um, yeah. yeah she finds really good stuff yeah so i always when i'm really bloated i tend to go for the dungarees oh yeah because they're very comfy and there's mm. no waistbands you don't mm. have to wear tights like no waistband at all um 
Mm -hmm. And so she has asked whether she can do some work on us. Okay. And yesterday we found out what that meant. Oh. And uh, she's basically... She, I mean, I'm probably going to completely do a, a disservice here trying to explain what she said. But in essence, she thinks that she wants us to try and bring our kind of the circles that are us and the circle of this life that we would like to create. She wants to bring us all together. Okay. And so she asked us to do something. At first, when she told my husband this he said do we need to do anything and she said no and then when she rang us yesterday to tell us it turns out we do have to do something okay so she was like i want you guys to for for five minutes every day do something together for the baby okay and basically she wants us to like either write a story or like do some artwork for like this this child that may or may not be okay and we got off the phone from her and my, and my husband who who isn't like doesn't not a huge believer in his mum's kind of stuff yeah but is also i think a bit superstitious about it so he turned around to me and he was like we're gonna have to do this because otherwise like if it doesn't work i'm gonna feel like we should have done this so now we have to do this. So what are you going to do? So we tr- we went off to John Lewis okay. on the busiest bloody shopping day of the fucking year. And um, we bought like cross stitch. So we're going to do this cross stitch thing together. That's really sweet. <laughs> For five minutes every day. That's adorable. I think it's like trying to bring us together and have us both concentrating on it together at the same time. She somehow thinks we'll make it happen. I mean, fuck, we're doing it. Just do it. We are doing it. I think that's really sweet. (laughs) It's sweet anyway. It's a nice thing to do. And my husband was like, we'll do it just after we have our dessert, which is what he calls our supplements. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that in itself is a good five minutes, isn't it? I know, right? We do that every day together. (gasps) Do those blister packs. There we go, darling. Have you got all yours? (laughs) So plus the cross stitch, we're definitely going to get pregnant. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I can feel it already. Um. Have either of you had counselling? Oh yeah, um, I haven't. It's something I've been I've thought about doing, um, not just for the kind of TTC infertility stuff, but also for kind of stress management. Yeah. Um, but I haven't because, I mean, like everyone else, there's only so many things I can really pay for. Yes. Yeah, so so I'm, I've decided to do acupuncture. Oh, not flipping um, over. Oh. Yeah, I've decided to do acupuncture, and then that's probably what I'll do. I have had counselling. Mm. Um, I had it with my clinic and I didn't get on that well with a counsellor I had it a couple of times but then I found somebody else who was not free <laughs> in the clinic it was free um, and she was great and she's really she really helped me to kind of understand the, the great thing about infertility counselling specifically is that they can help you understand the process of IVF even though I'd already done it mm. she talked me through you know the two week wait think about you know, what's your head going to be doing? You know, you're going to be experiencing all these symptoms. They're going to be from the drugs. Um, are you going to be able to deal with that? That yeah. kind of thing. And, and and she talks you very practically through it, as well as what's going on in your head. So, and and because, you know, she'd worked in an infertility clinic before, so she was, she's very, very, very well-versed in IVF. So if you're, you know, being anxious about your HCG levels or whatever she can reassure you mm. um okay. which is really helpful she's she's and she's really nice yeah i'm definitely not opposed to it but then to be fair i haven't had a failed ivf round yet yeah so i suppose when if that were to happen i might seek out some help yeah but i would definitely recommend it it's really expensive though oh, God. <laughs> it's uh, it's all so expensive it is all so expensive Ooh. anyway yeah but um you know the, the other thing is a lot of counselors do it via skype mm. so you don't necessarily just have to do it on um you don't, you know, they don't have to be in the same place as you, essentially. So if you find oh, somebody good. who's in London or whatever, and you don't live there, then yeah, it's a way of doing it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, peanut butter or Nutella? Nutella. I don't like peanut butter. I like peanut butter. I have a problem with peanuts. I'm not allergic to them, but they just make me cough. Oh, interesting. They like get stuck in my throat. It's more of a chewing issue than a than <laughs> allergy issue. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. But. Oh. Oh, no, I love uh, peanut butter and jelly uh, on toast. Oh, peanut butter and jelly, so American. I know, sorry. Uh-huh. I love a Reese's peanut butter cup. 
Oh, sweet Again, mother of Lord. They make me cough. Mm-mm-mm. See, I grew up in um, on the continent. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, Nutella is worshipped over there. Yeah, that's true. God, every time we go to France, it's just Nutella, Nutella. Nutella, Nutella Central, Nutella. yeah. So, um, although I, at the time, was and will always be a Marmite girl. Oh, I mean, yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's my condiment of choice on yeah. toast in the morning. Absolutely. 100%. Marmite all the time. Yeah. I mean, Vegemite, if I could had a, if I had a choice. Yeah. But it's not as readily available. So shout out to all our Australian and New Zealand listeners. <laughs> I am a Vegemite. That's weird, actually, mate. Fan. That is actually really weird. Mm. Well, it's where, I, it's where I discovered the spread, so to speak. So I was traveling in Australia and my boyfriend at the time made me toast with Vegemite. And that's so that's where it began. There are not many people who um, like Marmite who started out as adults. Yeah. Most people like have Marmite from being a kid. Yeah, no, I was definitely an adult. I was also, the guy I was going out with was called Gabby. <laughs> Get your head around that. His name was Gabby. His name was Gabby. He was called Gabby? Yeah. As in Gabriel. Gabriel. And I was like, surely the shortening of this is Gabe. And he was like, no, it's Gabby. And I was like, it can't be, because that's my name. (laughs) It was really weird. Fun times. (laughs) Cool. Um, I want to hear Gabby's true Irish accent. Oh, God. Well, so the thing about this is, I probably did have an Irish accent for a while. So I lived there for 12 years. Can you just say something in an Irish accent? Well, I'm from Cork, so I sound like that. All the girls in Cork talk like this they're like oh god it's christmas happy christmas girl how you doing oh no you haven't got a baby yet that's awful <laughs> that's Screw so cool you. that's really funny sorry to everyone that's irish that's listening. <laughs> um that was lovely thank you um and the person that sent that question followed up with i think a nod, a nod to you asking whether we'll be doing a get-together in yorkshire uh, Yorkshire. It's not planned. It's not planned. It's not planned. Are you going to Ebden Bridge this Christmas? Well, we haven't actually decided. Oh, we right. haven't decided. Uh, I, I don't know, basically. I'm just I'm just getting out my accent there. It's very good. Yeah, it's better than my Cork accent. I know, I thought yours was good. Mm, thanks. Um, next, oh, this is an interesting one. How do you view people with secondary infertility? Okay, yeah, that is interesting. Um, I... I think infertility is infertility. Yeah. And I think if you're going through it, it's as traumatic as it is for someone who has no children or has some. I think that it's all relevant and it's all real. At the beginning, for the first couple of years, I found it hard to understand. And then I had a conversation with somebody who had had a child by IVF like 20 years ago. And... She said, the the one thing that I always feel is guilt that I couldn't give him a brother or sister. Mm. And I suddenly realised, like, it's so hard. It is hard. I do think that the the prospect of having no children is worse than the prospect of just having one. Like, I think that the yeah. end, the, if, if it all goes wrong and you don't manage to have a child, I think that prospect is worse to not have any. Yeah. However, that doesn't negate the pain that the frustration the secondary fertility has i think i think that's fair to say yeah and we are actually planning to get somebody on to talk about secondary infertility yeah um so yeah yeah i just think it's it's just it's the same grief like grief hope cycle it fucking sucks man doesn't matter what your situation is it really fucking sucks i just yeah um uh, it's just hard yeah um speaking of which have you talked about when you would stop TTC yeah we have yeah you you did didn't you we talked well I'm very lucky because like I'm one of the rare creatures that gets three rounds of IVF on the NHS mm. mm-hmm. so we've like always a mythical unicorn yeah, yeah. and I, you know I'm so grateful for that I like don't get me wrong um so I think we'd do those three rounds are you still on round one technically okay so this is my second embryo transfer. We've got five embryos. Um, who knows if this one works. But, yeah, it's... It's hard. I, like... The thing is that you hear so many people that are like, and it, and we decided to do one more round, and then it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it happens to so many. Look at Kat. Yeah. Kat Strawbridge. Yeah. Is. So, 
so it's a really hard question but yes we have said we will stop after the third round um we've also said we'll stop after I'm 35 and then we'll have been trying for six years it's just such the thing is it's such a head fuck like it gets in your head and I don't want to spend my whole 30s just thinking about what's going on in my uterus yeah but the thing is if we stop trying for a baby that doesn't mean we stop trying to have children it means we look at other ways of having children yeah whether that's through a surrogate whether that's through um adoption Mm. whether that's through you know fostering I don't know yeah I mean I haven't really thought about when I would stop um you know, we're we're about to embark on our first IVF round. I want to, I want to give that a good go. Like um, we've talked about going to Greece if our NHS round fails. Mm-hmm. I think we would definitely do that. I can't, it's really hard to say now. I, it's not something we've discussed, um, and it's hard to imagine when I would be like, "Oh no, that's it. We're yeah. done." Absolutely. Mm. Um, can I give you your last present? Yes. Okay. Oh, this is actually a nice present. It's not a silly one. Okay. Again, lovely wrapping. <laughs> Beautiful red ribbon. This is great getting Christmas presents. I know, it's so fun, isn't it? Oh, double layer. Ooh, hello. Tissue paper. Oh, it's right posh. <laughs> it's right posh. Oh, it does look right posh. Oh, <gasps> it's a lovely bag for your drugs. Oh, oh mate, thank you. Oh, I love it. It's, it's got so fierce cool. tigers on it because you're a fierce tiger. Oh, I am a fierce tiger. Did I leave the price on? No, good. Oh, I love it. It's really cool. Yay! Thank you. Fierce tigers in the jungle. Arr. Arr. Okay, you can have your last present. Okay, yay! <laughs> Exciting. Oh, oh. Oh, it's great. Thank you. I've got more lovely red stripes here. Oh. oh, mate. I've got some sparkly socks. Yeah, Yo, <laughs> for keeping my feet warm. Keep those tutsies warm, yeah. bitch. Oh, my God. They're lovely. I've got some red sparkles and some silver sparkles. Oh. God, I just love a sock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love a sock as a present. I've been lusting after those socks for oh, ages. Mate. I was like, I'm just going to buy them forever. So They're so gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for my bag. Oh, such brilliant presents. Yeah, and thanks everybody for your brilliant questions. Yes, thank you guys. Bye. So now it's not really time for old wives' tales, fact or fiction, because we're going to talk really more about coping strategies at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a really nice conversation with Sarah Banks, who is a fertility counsellor. And we, yeah, we just had a good old chat about Christmas, about what it is that tends to be upsetting and, and how she thinks that people might, might try to cope. Okay. Take it away. Hi, Sarah. Um, so, so what is it, do you think, that people struggling with infertility find difficult about Christmas? Um, I think there's probably a couple of things. Certainly, um, this is how I felt when we were going through it, that Christmas is it's quite a big landmark and it's a reminder that you still don't have a baby. Uh, so I found it very difficult in that um, it was kind of a reminder that I still ha- didn't have what I'd planned and that last Christmas I'd thought this time next year we'll have a baby and it'd be really exciting. Um, it's also a really big family time. So you expect that you'll be doing all the family things with your child so it's very difficult that you're not doing those but also you're around a lot of family you're around friends and their family there's a lot of family get-togethers so it's a time when people are often asked lots of questions you know they're around relatives they don't see very often who don't mind asking so when are you going to start having children it it, there's quite a few things really that make it quite a difficult time for people yeah uh, it's quite a kid focused time isn't it Definitely. So you, you're very focused on the fact that you don't have children to be getting excited at Christmas Eve for with and wrapping presents for or doing all the exciting Christmas things because it is very child focused. You know, you're not going to Santa's Grotto and it's there's a r- reminders all around you of children and reminders of what you expect your Christmases to be like when you started trying for a family. Do you think? Um, do you think as well? I think a lot of people will be be trying not to drink at Christmas because they're starting fertility treatment. I know, I know that's certainly the case for me. Um, do you think people find that a bit tricky as well? 
Yeah, definitely. And it's there's a lot of questions as to why you're not. And unfortunately, the first thing people think is that you are pregnant. So you're then having to face questions of, oh, you're not drinking because you're pregnant and having to answer that. But also, again, it's that reminder you want to be joining in and having fun and you feel a bit like you're missing out because you're the one that's not drinking because you're going through treatment or you're trying to get pregnant. So, yeah, you're the one who's not getting involved and having mulled wine with everybody else and it, it's difficult then I certainly felt like that at Christmas time. So there's there's quite a few issues at play here but what are the kind of coping mechanisms that you would recommend to people? Uh, there's a few things so first they put a focus on yourself it's all right to feel like that it's understandable and pretty much everybody in the in the same position is feeling like that in the minute so don't beat yourself up for feeling like that be kind on yourself um, and allow yourself to feel like that it's okay but try and focus on the things that you do have rather than the things you don't it does make us very much think well, I don't have a baby at Christmas time but it makes you forget the wonderful things that you do have you know you might have a really great partner um, husband great family great friends that you're spending Christmas with a job that you really love that's exciting there's so many achievements that you've achieved that year you know that sometimes get forgotten because of the one thing that you you do really want but try and focus on some of the things you've got and the things you have achieved and remember those things and how well you've done and and the, the positive things you've got and also planning time to do things with with your partner or with friends things that you enjoy make new traditions so whether that's going to the Christmas markets and doing your Christmas shopping or a meal every Christmas with with friends just so that you you're doing things you enjoy you're not sat thinking about what you could be doing you're enjoying the things you can do and I know you say it's quite difficult if you're not drinking but try and think of things you can do that don't involve drinking so that you can do them still with friends and still enjoy them and I'd also um, say then there's things like ways you can cope like give yourself permission to miss events that you find will find really difficult so if your friend's having like an afternoon Christmassy party you know there's going to be lots of children there it's all right if you feel like it's going to be really hard to miss it it's okay to do that if you really don't want to go don't feel bad that you're not going you can make up some excuse or if your friends know what you're going through I'm sure they'll understand if you explain that it is just really difficult for you at this time of year you know allow yourself to miss the things that will will make you feel bad you've got to protect yourself and your mental health and if you find that that will be hard for you make up an excuse you know go to the things that you want to go to but avoid the others um and then when you're, you're with family and they're asking awkward questions, maybe have a think before you go what you can say to answer that so you're not having to think of something on the spot, which is, I know personally, is quite difficult when you're being asked that question because it's hard to hit, to get asked, but also think on the spot. Even if it's just something like, we'll let you know when we have any news to share or, you know, we're not concentrated on that at the minute. Whatever it is you want to say, maybe have a think about it before you go to some of these events so you've got it ready and you can just say it, move on, and it's it's done. So it's kind of things like focusing on yourself and making sure you're okay getting through it and some of those coping ways to get through those difficult things. And just use your support system. If you've got friends that know you're going through treatment or you're struggling uh, or you go to a support group, rely on them as well because they'll understand and they'll be there for you. Make sure they're the ones that you see and you speak to over this time. So use your support network. And then I suppose looking towards a new year and the new start that that offers, um, is there something there that people can kind of hold on to, the optimism of a new start that can kind of help them get through Christmas? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's a good chance to think about some of the things you want to do outside of trying for a baby as well, so that you're not going into the new year with just like, oh, I've got to, we've got to do this. If it doesn't work, we've got nothing else, which is some of the things that I felt when we were going through it. Um, you know, look at some of the things that you'd, you've really wanted to do, like starting a new hobby, um, just something that you've wanted to try for age and set some goals rather than just New Year's resolutions, which quite often by the time you get to end of January, you've given up on something that you know you can do, set goals and steps towards them. So small steps of different things you can do that make you feel good to take some of that focus off. But yeah, when it's a new year, it's it's a time to start and you afresh, isn't it? You can always think January's coming, right? I'm going to look after myself. I'm going to do all the things that 
the clinic's telling me to do, eating well, things like that and looking after myself. But I think it's just a good opportunity to start focusing on yourself, put yourself first emotionally and physically, do things that you enjoy and make the time a bit better because unfortunately, you know, nobody can guarantee that IVF would work or that you'll get pregnant, but it's a, you want to make sure that you're okay while you're going through that. So use it as a chance to focus on yourself and being all right as you're getting through it. Brilliant. Thank you, Sarah. There's loads of great advice there. But I suppose before we go, is there any kind of final thoughts that you give someone who perhaps it's Christmas Day today is is perhaps struggling? Any final thoughts? I'd just say I know it, it's really hard and it seems really, really hard at the minute, but you're really strong. You can get through this, rely on the people around you that love you to to talk to if you're if you're really struggling please don't struggle on your own talk to somebody and someone can help you get through that there's professionals that can help you if you're really struggling as well but but try and stay hopeful that your life will be all right and that you'll be all right if you're struggling plan something in if you if you sort of sat there on Christmas day and struggling think what would really make me smile at the minute what one thing can I do however small that would just put a bit of a smile on my face and try and do that. Just do something that makes you smile and makes you feel better, whatever that is. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Sarah. That's fantastic. Thank you for your time and have a great Christmas. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me the gift of infertility. Hey guys, we've done a little song for you. Am I going to sing it? A little surprise song. Okay, well, it's a shortened version. It is a shortened version, don't worry. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my sugar gave to me At least twelve months of trying Eleven crusty jazz mags Ten cries on the tube Nine different supplements Eight just relaxes Seven million sperms are swimming Six type of hormones Five, Five. ouch that stings Four eggs collected Three embryos Two weeks to wait And, and a baby eventually <laughs> Merry Christmas Have a great day guys Bye What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.